thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Brewing View podcast. Fuck, I just looked up the ABV of the beer I'm drinking. Um, oh. You are Brad. <laughs> and I am interested. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I am Andrew. And I, I guess let's just get right into it. I'm drinking uh, Forest of Feelings, uh-huh. which is a uh, double IPA by Gnarly Barley out here in uh hammond louisiana not to be confused with hammond indiana and hmm. it's a double ipa clocking in at a uh 10.5 percent yeah with uh cashmere and el dorado hops uh yeah bold tropical aroma with hints of pineapple mango melon and stone fruits throughout finish a smooth crisp and clean dry hop with cashmere and el dorado as i previously mentioned uh, oh, man, uh, this drinks like a maybe 6% beer. Really? Yeah. So I'll see you guys later. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Um, it is fantastic. It is exactly, uh, what they say. It's, I mean, it's probably unfiltered. I don't know how well that comes through on yeah, the camera. Yeah, it looks pretty... 
pretty hazy. It's hazy without going full uh, New England. Um, right. But yeah, I get that. That um, I get a lot of mango and kind of a little bit of a peach flavor. So stone fruit, perfect. Um, but yeah, it is really good. This is a pretty good beer. Um, and it might be because I've had one already. I gave it four on the old untapped, but might have to bump it up a little bit. Cool. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't hurt that the artwork is freaking bizarre. I imagine that this is what I'm going to be seeing <laughs> after another one That's of these. Cool. <laughs> Just about a bunch of pine trees with stars in their eyes holding hands. <laughs> Uh it's, yeah, uh, a little creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. Mhm, mhm. It's a little nuts. Um, but I am really enjoying it. It's a uh, c- uh, limited release from them. Um, one of the m- most recent, one of the last times we podcasted. Feels like, feels like it's been forever. Um, I had the Nirvana double, and I thought that that one was great. Um, and that. Uh, I I think I'd much rather prefer this one. So thinking about how how much how high I rated Nirvana, right, and how much I'm enjoying this one, maybe it's recency bias, but I might have to go back and uh, bump it up a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Um. But anyways, how are you? Um. Fine. How are you? Good. I am hmm. doing well. Hmm. As, well, I as one would you- imagine. <laughs> We'll we'll get into that after I tell you what I'm drinking. Yes, How's yes, that sound? by all means. Hold on, I'm installing an app, and then my thumb print isn't working. And yeah, um, you were talking about uh, how your phone mm-hmm. is uh, is is in rough shape. It's not holding a charge or anything like that. If yeah. you go to Target for like twenty five or thirty bucks, you can get a new battery installed. Oh. Or no, Staples. Staples. I went there. Staples? I got Staples. Yeah. That was easy. <laughs> easy button. Um uh it so yeah, if you want to get uh a new battery, it, it works pretty good. Anyways, um not a bad idea. I like it. Thank you. And what I am drinking is called Field Study. Uh it's uh, Trogue's new release, and it's cut real relatively new, uh, because it's been out for a couple weeks. But we've been gone for a couple weeks, so I've been waiting patiently, patiently waiting to uh, talk about this. It is a hop, like a really hop forward beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, let me tell you, it's uh, it's a six point two percent. And, of course, they're starting to do that whole thing where they're not talking about the IBUs on the can anymore. Oh, come on. I know. What the fuck? Yeah. Not available. Information. Uh, But it is, um, it's like super, it's really dank at the front. Finishes off a little weird. Uh, It almost has a lager finish on the first beer. But then... With the second beer, that's all you can taste is just hops, and mm. it's 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 really it's really smooth going down. Um, I the other night I was drinking it and I got a little bit of heartburn, which is weird, but um, it's with uh, Citra Mosaic and El Dorado, which kind of hey. matches up. 
yeah. with you. And uh, but dry hopped, uh, really good beer. It's like perpetual, like a really hoppy perpetual. And you know how much I love perpetual. Um, it just a, a fun, zesty spring beer. Like it's it's like you know how like when all the um, pollen comes out in the spring and it's just all in your face and this feels like that it's like um all the pollen hops it fell right into this can and you're just drinking it and it just tastes really good so uh yummy beer 4 4.5 on my old uh not imdb but mm-hmm. uh, but it's colors. it's sitting right er, sit at like a 3.8 on on tap so i'm a little high on this but uh for me i this is a this is a a uh, pretty good go-to beer for me. Nice, pretty good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice, so, nice, 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 how are nice. you? You good? I am good. Yeah, I'm feeling a little warm. Nice. Yeah. How um, hot is it down there in the tub? Uh, well, it's 80 right now, but. That only tells part of the story. Let me figure out. Sorry, bad pod. Eighty-six uh, percent humidity. That sounds yeah. relative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eighty degrees feels like eighty-eight. Forty percent chance of rain. You know, just summer stuff down here. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I'm doing good. I've been uh it's been a while since we talked. I had uh my buddy Brennan in town. Uh then almost immediately after that, I turned around and went back to Chicago for a visit and then immediately after that, I had to uh pay for taking time off. As in I went back to my old ways of working nonstop. Made me wonder why I ever left, and uh, but made it through, and now yeah. here we are talking that talk. Grant G, all right, Grant G's loving, loving field study. Yeah, yes. <laughs> How you doing? Hmm. Uh, good, good. Uh, it's been a whirlwind of a end of the school year, finishing up with baseball. Um, I mean, all that stuff you can hear on my other podcast, but it's, uh, yeah, we took a little bit of time off and it was, I think, well needed for both of us. So, um, yeah. And it gave me time to bone up on some movies. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, things are good. I got a, I got a, one of those big races I do every week or every year. And actually, I've been a little bit of a curmudgeon here for the last couple of weeks. I know it's been looming over me, and I haven't been really training very well for it. Mm. So I think after this next week, I'll be in a better mood for the summer. Good. So, what is uh, what is the race? Uh, it's the uh, it's called uh, Eagle Man. It's in Cambridge, Maryland. It's on the East Shore in Maryland. It's a hmm. triathlon. So. Does a man dressed as an eagle jump out and drop an egg on your car, and <laughs> that egg has low, low rates? <laughs> uh, because there's definitely a late-night infomercial in Chicago, 
<laughs> is that Eagle yeah. Man? Wow, look at those low, low rates. <laughs> Thanks, Eagle Man. <laughs> it's actually no, it's not. I was gonna. That'd be cool if it was sponsored by them, but it's unfortunately it's not. I just um, noticed Batman in your uh, in your pick. I love yeah. it. Doing a field study. Yes, he is. Uh, he is the world's greatest detective. He is lording over his domain, watching and making sure everyone is safe tonight, including this podcaster. Nice. But yeah, things are good. Um, good. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, and mm-hmm. uh, I wonder. Uh, we've got, well. I know that we've I've got some stuff coming up in the future, especially with Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, going out to visit him in about uh, right about a month, and he's brewing up some beers for me. I know I am jealous. He uh, keeps us both in the loop, yes. which I like hearing about it. But I'm also like, fuck, I'm gonna try that beer because hmm. he actually um, he sent me one of his home brews before, and it right. was quite tight. So yes, you're I'm in anxious. for you're in for a taste treat rarely equaled. Yes, I'm looking forward to having uh, someone brew beer for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's pretty cool, pretty mm-hmm. cool. I know he's doing it for other people too, but uh, but I feel it's like it's for me. I also feel that way. So yeah, two against one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's. Let's do what we do. Let's yeah. get into some movies. Oh, uh, heck we're yeah. gonna do all movie talk tonight. No real uh, list or anything like that. We're just yeah, vomit up some. Yes, I've got a, a couple of... movies. I've got a lot of um, just kind of small stuff to that I can just shoot through real quick. But yeah, we got we got a lot for you. So yes, um, way back in uh, May of 2019. <laughs> you assigned me a movie uh, directed by Jonah Hill called Mid Nineties. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mid Nineties uh, is uh, starring Sonny Soljic, Catherine Waterston, Lucas Hedges. Um, those are the those are the three top build. Uh, Nakel Smith, <laughs> Olan uh, Prennett, who plays the character Fuck Shit. Uh, nice. And he, yeah, he, he does a good job. Uh, Gio Galicia and Ryder McLaughlin are the, uh, are the main characters there rounding out, uh, mid nineties. Uh, I like that Catherine Waterston. I do too. Um, I, the one thing I really remember her from is, uh, the latest alien. Yeah. Covenant, uh, covenant. And I remember really, I really liked that character. Um, yeah, she was the closest thing we have we've had to uh, Ripley, right? Yes, yeah, and and it was kind of a unapologetic rip, um, yeah. But she did a great job, nonetheless. Um, and, you know, as as someone who loves those movies, uh, big shoes to fill. So, yeah, yeah, and I don't mind speaking of curmudgeons being one when it comes to movies, so. So take that to the bank, Kathy W. Hmm. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So uh, this this movie is kind of a um, 
slice of life kind of a hangout movie uh little a little bit more going on in this than a movie like slacker um which is another movie uh the one of richard linkladder's earlier maybe first movies um but it just kind of reminds me of that if that just hanging out um so sunny uh soljic plays stevie um and he uh he is the younger brother in a home with uh his older brother ian played by lucas hedges and his mom dabney dabney played by Catherine waterston and he uh it it really is like a snapshot of the 90s just a a radical time uh and i was i was <laughs> kind of surprised <laughs> I, I was kind of surprised how much i identified with it because i definitely would say like i came of age in the early 2000s i was in high school from 02 to 06 um but th- this kid kind of seems younger like um not i i don't know if they ever actually say his age i know the some of the other kids are in high school, but he um, he's our POV character and he was actually um, younger than the rest of the guys. So it, it was funny to kind of see like him sitting playing Super Nintendo and going into his brother's room and having like uh, his brother's room was was plastered with like Mob Deep and Wu-Tang Clan posters, which nice. Hey, yeah, there you go. Well, see, I I I think of you as kind of being because I'm basically I'm I'm a decade older than you. I'm 10 mm-hmm. years or 11, you know. I'm you grew up or you were in high school from in the early 2000s I was in high school yeah. in the early 90s. So this is like this is my when I grew up. Right. But you also like um so like the stuff I grew up on uh with the, you know, old school hip hop, you know, NWA and public enemy and you know all of the good and all the bad and then all of the grunge stuff that came up in that time as well you're kind of that's your wheelhouse as well yeah. um you didn't fall prey to all the pop crap that came up in that time yeah. uh, or when you were in high school you know when rock died and um it, so i think you have a uh a mid nineties heart, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I I would agree with that. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's a fascination with like, I think it's a fascination with what was happening around you, um, when you're too young to get it. And then you look back and you're like, I kind of remember that. Like, I actually don't know anything about, like, I don't know anything about that. Like the, the heyday of MTV. Like I remember catching it here and there. And I remember, going to my friend's house and his older sisters being like obsessed with like real world road rules, TRL, all that stuff. And it was still around while I was in high school, but it was kind of dying out. Um, But yeah, I would say almost maybe you would fall in line, not personality wise, but would fall in line with the POV of the older brother who was like actually listening to that stuff and, and coming of age in that era the character Stevie would probably be at like a coming of age moment more um, around the time I was. So like just after the nineties. Right. 
so so I guess that 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 was um, having him as the POV character made it resonate with me a little more. Um, but it's just a really solid, especially for a directorial debut. Like it looks very nice. Um, it has that feel. I I think the aspect ratio is four three, so it's not even mm. in widescreen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably meant to be that because like you know. That's oh, how yeah. we watched movies back then. Yeah, that was definitely know. a choice. Um and uh it is it is very much a snapshot in it's it's the good, the bad. Um and uh it's just uh kind of look at like uh California skate culture. Um just just a, a, a solid little movie. Um I'm kind of jumping around here a little bit, but there's not a lot of plot to explain. Um, well, is it? It's just like a slice of life type of thing. It is, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, there, there's a couple, you know, really major moments, but then there's also just a couple times where uh, you're just you're just watching a hangout session. Yeah, you're just watching uh, conversations unfold. Um, you're watching a uh kid try and make friends and uh i I don't know it's cool it's um it's interesting and uh well you know one of those things that about like these kind of movies like those adolescent movies yeah that are it's it's resonating for everyone because i mean uh because Everyone has those friends, like you have at least one and hopefully more friends that you still talk to that you were friends with at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, even like, like I just got, <laughs> I got an announcement from, for my 20th, not uh, high school graduation, but uh, college graduation uh, notification. Rub so it I'm in. Feeling you really went oldest. to college. <laughs> uh but like i but at the same time i'm getting texts from like i have a group of three other friends that we they it if you would have got this text you wouldn't understand at all what it was said but it was like it was like three words and we all knew exactly what it meant right. and it was from that time and that's that's why those kind of movies resonate you know whether it's you know breakfast club or uh, Ferris Bueller or, you know, those John Hughes movies or if right. it's this or anything yeah. else, you know, where they kind of, it, it pulls at the heartstring or nostalgia or olfactory, you know, the visual, audi- the the visual audi- or olfactory equivalent, senses, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it it's, there's, um, there's a couple characters, uh, the, the um the home life's a little too tropey for me. Mm-hmm. You have the the like older brother who, um, yep. Uh, you have the older brother who, uh, sorry, is a little bit like um, kind of punky and uh, kind of a loner, and the single mom. Uh, they they lay that on a little thick. Uh. But, but at the same time, like it, it's not these circumstances aren't out of the ordinary. 
So it's not super out of place. It is just something that that stood out a little bit. But for the most part, it just really um, it it moves along at a nice pace. It's it's short, hour twenty five minutes, and uh, it it's uh, it's it's worth checking out. Um, How's the soundtrack? Sound, soundtrack's really good. Okay, that, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check this out because yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah, it's gonna breeze by. You'll love the music, um, and that's uh, on Amazon, right? It's streaming on Amazon Prime, and there's uh, like it's it's nice. the The friend groups kind of well rounded out. Like you, I I mentioned earlier, there's the guy the guy named Fuckshit, um, hmm. and the reason they call him that is it, they're skater guys. So anytime someone lands a trick, he's always like, "Fuck shit, that was dope." Hmm. <laughs> so, so you you hear him you hear um uh, there's just one moment where where uh stevie asks he's like why do they call him that and he's like oh anytime someone does something he's always like fuck shit that was dope and then in the background you hear him go fuck shit that was dope <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice little stuff like that um and then you have uh like the um the friend group is really well fleshed out. Um, the home life is a little too tropey, um, yeah. as I was just saying. But other than that, I mean, as far as debuts go, like it's not a phenomenal movie, but it's definitely one that'll, uh, if you're of this era or interested in this era, it'll definitely um, scratch that itch. It'll It'll feel good. Um, Good. and, and sometimes it'll feel bad and, uh, that's, that's effective filmmaking Yeah, when it feels bad. Um, so very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. That's cool. I'm, I'm going to watch for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, for oh, sure. Oh dude, for sure. I, uh, I definitely look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Um, cool. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you had me watch a movie, and I asked you to have me watch this movie because mm-hmm. I started watching it, but I didn't finish it. But I did finish it, and it's apropos because we are right smack dab in the middle of the Stanley Cup Finals. It's called Ice Guardian. streaming on Netflix right now uh, from 2016, and it is about the enforcers in hockey. And basically, it's the, um, it's the goons, it's the fighters, the guys that uh, protect the the star players. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to love this movie if you watch it. It's a little long for a documentary about guys fighting, but uh, you it, it talks about a lot of the old – it goes way back, and it starts talking about, you know, how they played and how they came up through, and they talk about the first fight uh, in hockey and um, – and then they show you know, like the progression and stuff through everything. And then they show what happened in the seventies. And this is whenever, um, it became, uh, um, I'm uh, lost for the word. Uh, it became necessary, I guess, or, uh, in vogue, I guess, to have, uh, a fighting, a fighter on your team. And it was yeah. because of like, like the, the, the enforcers and like, because, and, because the game had had evolved from like you know that that straight stick to mm-hmm. the curve and that's basically where hockey changed from like a pond hockey game and the fastest guy went 
and it went from no helmets on the goalies to you better put a helmet on or you're gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, this uh, might be you know that curved blade makes all the difference in the world, and uh, and it really it, it breaks down the history of hockey a little bit, and which I really enjoy, um, but it really examines like these like modern really modern day gladiators that mm-hmm. have to. Like that's what they do. They like you know you have to go in and, and fight. And I like when I <laughs> when there's the threat of like concussion or teeth losing your teeth mm-hmm. on a nightly basis, you know, like I can't imagine having to go through your day. Like I've been dreading yeah. this race here for the last like three weeks because I'm not ready to go, and the worst thing is going to happen is I'm going to be really tired, and yeah. I'll be slow. But <laughs> the worst thing that happened for them is they get killed because you the know their head bounces head. off yeah. the ice or something like that. Yeah, imagine uh, being stressed out because you're seven feet tall on skates, and there's mm. a chance that a puck might ride up the shaft of your stick and possibly break your jaw in 2019. And not only that, but like then you have to go fight afterwards. You know, uh, but it, and it, it really examines like the way it, these guys aren't the the ups and downs of the game and mm-hmm. how it's it goes from like highly skilled to uh, uh, more a more of a rough game and it, it ebbs and flows and like right now we're watching this the St Louis Blues um they are a very very physical team yeah. you know all their players are they they're talented but they also can check yeah and but it also what what it does is it shows the role of the person that has to protect the star and right they do uh and i'm really happy they did this a bunch of people are going to disagree with this but they're like Sidney crosby gets and they talk about this. They say Sidney Crosby gets killed. He gets crushed. He gets maimed because there's not an enforcer on his team yeah. to protect him. And he's had like he's lost like two seasons worth of games because of concussions and uh, on because of hits that he's taken. Right. And 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 because they you know, know that our, no one's going to come. They're not going to have to pay for their sins, so, exactly. so to speak. And and whether that is you know that's a fault of the game because like why would you why would you want to take out the best player in the game if it's going to like short term you win the game yeah, yeah. long term your salary is going to because the game isn't going to be exciting because you don't have the better players in the league right you know, you know a guy like Ovechkin's looked at it as a tough guy he had, he's been in three fights in his whole career or something like that he fought you know? a teenager unbelievable and I so, hated but that this slant. really romanticizes these guys. It also shows their flaws because of like the way they, you know, what uh, how their life after hockey is. Um, it shows them in the minors just trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. You know, they go, you know, during their careers they go up and down. They spend a lot of time down. Um, but like when it it's it feels like modern day gladiators. These guys, it really yeah. does because they are there to take a beating and 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 inflict beating and it's it's if you like hockey just a little bit this this is definitely worth your watch yeah um really good uh, a lot of old names a lot of new names um yeah. you'll appreciate it i gotta i gotta watch this i think i'm gonna wait 
until uh, the finals are over, though. So I'm, I know I know I'm going to be coming down off that high. And I'm going to need that one last. You're going to just one last kick gonna, before you go. I'm going to need detox. that one last hit until uh, until the schedule comes out. This will be your methadone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you, by the way, been watching the uh, the finals? Yeah. Yeah. I've been ca- unbelievable. The, yeah. It's been fun. Well, mm-hmm. every other game has been fun. Yeah, yeah, every other game, St. Louis is getting ass blasted, and yeah. then the next game, but they like don't lose back to back. It's really going to come down. I mean, I guess what's going to happen since they don't lose back to back is Boston will win, but it's yeah. going to come down to who blinks first. Yeah, like if St. Well, Louis uh, can stand yeah. up and, will, and steal a game on the road. Well, in in the schedule is working in for Char or for the boss for Boston because they're Char's out. Yeah. He's got a broken jaw. Yeah, that was um brutal. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. So but the way they're they've set it up, like there was how many games before this the final started? It oh, I like know. Five days, five or six days or something like that with yeah, no hockey. It's, it's like a ten day No, it's longer than that. It's probably like twelve days for seven games. Yeah. And if yeah, it goes that long. They have like getaway days and stuff and it's just yeah. Yeah. A little long. Yeah, it is. It is a little long, but oh man, it's been these these finals have been. I know that it it stings for you, but I didn't have a dog in the fight from the jump, so I've just been enjoying like just hey, great hockey. I was I was just like I was four games, and I was right in your same boat. It <laughs> didn't take too long for me to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever I, read a book called The Code? No. I I would imagine it's, that it's uh, similar to this, where it's kind of kind of in defense of the enforcer. Okay. Because I think there's there's a lot of outside elements and a lot of new people to hockey. Like one of the there's some people who are like, oh, I love hockey because of the fights, and that's dumb. But then there's also some people who are like, oh, like why do they have to fight? They shouldn't be allowed to fight, and that's even dumber. Yeah. Um. But there's a book called The Code, uh, and it it's just all about. I imagine it's very similar to Ice Guardians, where it's just it's all about the code of of fighting in hockey and why it exists. Well, and one of the things they examine is uh, they look at the European leagues mm-hmm. and how there's no fighting in there, and how like the star players just get destroyed, like get crushed, and with no repercussions. I mean, they get suspended, you know, ten games or whatever. Like, what's that? If they're in the same conference with somebody or same division, yeah, like why not take out that person and you get a couple game and it's just it's barbaric and like I it's I don't know I don't know I don't know if it's a it's a right or wrong way to look at it but there's a certain amount of that that goes into the sport and right you know we look at MMA and we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so would you rather have an open ice or open, open ice like career-ending injury, or a guy that suffers from CTE over time? Yeah, don't know. I What's mean, the? You don't want either. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, it it is one of those things where it, it's um. I do feel like it's uh. It's it's not up to the fans. No. It, and it's one of those things where it is 
it is part of the game. It's not like last week all of a sudden someone just dropped the gloves and started hammering a guy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been part of the game. Um, and this is just speaking speaking as a spectator. Uh, so so I don't think it's worth that much, honestly. But ev- everyone who gets on the ice knows that it's part of the game. So, and I've heard I've heard the arguments too of like, well, if this happened in the NBA, you know, people would, you know, everyone would be upset because if this happened you know, in the NBA, Derrick Rose would still have a career. Yeah, you're. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like, and that's it's not a valid argument because, you know, one of the premier fighters in the world was George Larocque. You know, mm-hmm. it, like when people bring race into it, and I'm just like, stop. There's that's not the issue here. Like that's. Bill Lambeer is also a great fighter. Yes. Well, <laughs> he's a little gangly. <laughs> he's got that reach, though. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, but that's the 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 arguments. Like, well, we're not talking about basketball. We're no, not, we're not. We're not talking about football. There's rules and regulations in place that stop those things from happening. And there, there's rules and regulations. Like, you are punished for fighting, but you also are able to enforce that like, Hey, we're not going to tolerate this. You're not, you're not going to come out here and you're not going to, you know, bully our finesse guy. Yeah. Yeah. A guy like James Harden wouldn't be able to exist in the NHL. (laughs) It'd be so hard to do that, that step on skates. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I like I said, I, I think I'm gonna use that as my as my come down. <laughs> um but yes, Ice Guardians, awesome. All right. Um taking it back a little bit, uh I know that you watched this movie with your niece, if I'm not mistaken. Um I think the last time we recorded I was going the next day. Has it been? Or no, long? no, no. If you're talking well, about. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of Captain Marvel. You're going way back. Yeah, yes. way back. When I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat yeah. to match. Um, Captain Marvel, early 2019. I literally do have a black and red lumberjack. I actually, to to wrap it all up together, I, I'm pretty sure I have a black and red lumberjack Blackhawks hat with the nice. fold down flaps <laughs> with the hat to match. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the uh cover all bases, hip hop, 90s, gladiators. Mm-hmm. Uh and well, Ice and Guardians this takes place in the mid 90s too, so we're yeah. good to go. Yeah, there you go. Um so yeah, Captain Marvel uh starring Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel and Nick Fury. They're back at it. Jude Law's in the mix. For whatever reason, I haven't heard, I haven't seen him in a while, so there you go. Um, so yeah, Captain Marvel is. I thought this was like essential viewing pre Endgame, and uh, maybe uh, maybe yeah, that influenced. It, it, it really is. Yeah, is it? Um, maybe. Well, you don't... well, I'll tell you my. I I've read a pretty healthy amount of Captain Marvel. So I'm okay. familiar with the character. So maybe I am not. Maybe I'm carrying that with me. Um, but uh, Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know. Is there oh, any? Is there anything that comes to your head when I say that? 
Well, the first time, you mean as far as the character or the movie? The movie. The movie. Okay. So <laughs> when Ben Mendelsohn shows up, I'm like, of course, he hasn't been in the Marvel Universe yet. So, yeah. yes, he's going to be the bad guy. Finally. Like, like, he, as soon as he shows up in any movie, he's always the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Always. And, of course, this kind of proves me wrong. But, yeah. spoiler if you can, I'm still going to talk. Okay, oh, I, I hear you, you now, but you <laughs> kind of unfrozen. Anyways, um, I think when I reviewed this, like the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that they tried for a lot of that Guardians of the Galaxy style humor, and it didn't land as well as the first Guardians of the Galaxy. No, and I don't think anything really has as far as that style of of humor, because um, the second one certainly didn't have it in Spades, um, and. I don't feel like it was there in Infinity War or Endgame either. Like, it just didn't land. Um, The other thing is, I don't know if it's just... um, If my mind's not ready, but my my body is getting fatigued. But there was so much stuff that that it just felt like, oh, this is Disney's Star Wars, but with Brie Larson and Jude Law instead. Like, there, there was just some... It just felt kind of like a couple of the set pieces were just like low rent Star Wars. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to rip on this movie too much because I did like it. No, it was. I liked a lot because of the and like everyone's like, <laughs> anytime like some chick comes out as like, hey, it's a strong female character. It's like, yeah. oh, me too. It's gone too far. No, it was no, nice. I, it was nice really to finally it. see a strong female lead. First, with first one in too. movies. Yes, yeah, about time. <laughs> finally. All right. Ooh, sweet crack of the cans. Love it. Oh man, uh, reminds me of that scene in Captain Marvel where they were drinking abitas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't mean to, I, obviously that's a lazy joke that I make all the time about a strong female lead. Um, just kind of because there's, as, as we talked about earlier, Alien being a prime example, one of my all time yeah. favorite movies. Um, it, it, it's just always the, the commodification of diversity is annoying while diversity, I'm all for it. Um, it, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it, it, yes. But um, I I guess for me, I like Brie Larson's Captain Marvel more than I like the movie Captain Marvel. Okay. I, I really like her character. I really like um, kind of gritty. Um, I love that she's wearing a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt through the whole movie. Pretty oh, sweet. hell yeah. Um, but... Uh, there's just a lot of the movie is just kind of forgettable for me. Um, it doesn't have a lot of like standout sequences or moments that I can think of that I can kind of recall. Um, also to be fair, I'm almost finished with my second forest of feelings. So I don't know what movies have a lot of stuff I can recall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it was kind of it was like good the way that Marvel movies that aren't that great are good. It was like it was well shot, like it clearly was not like 
a budget production. They have great talent. Um, they have uh, good special effects. Uh, the one thing I did like that you kind of alluded to earlier with Ben Mendelsohn was I, I did like that the little bit of bait and switch that they pulled with the plot. I did definitely like that. Yeah, it was it was it was um, it was a little convoluted, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what I what I found that you know, and you're not like super high on the Marvel movies, and I understand that, and I get it. And like you like a lot of them, but mm-hmm. you know you're 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 I th- from what I think is you have a little bit of fatigue because they are. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Sorry for the pun, but they're like always coming out. There's always <laughs> just another... like the Fast and Furious. Yes. Pretty much like every, you know, every couple months there's another one coming out that it's got stuff in it. But here's there's, the thing. Yeah. with all the Marvel all the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. There's not a maybe one or two out of the how many they have and leading up to Endgame. Mm-hmm. There is not a there's not a, a Dawn of Justice in there. There's not a Batman versus Superman. Like they haven't taken no. a shit on any of these movies. Now, no, no, I I agree. I full disclosure, I give this movie a seven. Yeah, and we're sitting here complaining about it. A seven yeah. is is in in my opinion a, a movie I enjoyed. Like if I yeah. give something a seven, I was like, yeah, I enjoyed that. It passed the time. I like the characters, and yeah. Yeah, so so I'm in agreement with you. I'm a, I'm on on both counts. I do think that I get kind of like I definitely give myself a as as a comic book fan and as a fan of comic book movies in general, like I definitely give myself a pass. So, like I haven't seen either of the Ant Man movies. I haven't seen Dark World, and I have no. I'm okay with that. Uh, I have yeah. no intention of going back and watching any of those three movies. Uh, but in, and we're going to talk about Endgame here in a couple minutes, but like the, the, the scope of their undertaking and what they've done is mm-hmm. pretty remarkable. Um, considering having a franchise, basically a, and I keep, I don't, I don't know how many movies there are, but there's, I mean, it's pretty much two years for the last, so let's just say 20 movies, you know, give or take. Yeah. And, like, if you would have said that about the James Bond movies mm-hmm. or any other, I don't, I don't know if there's any other franchise that has that run. I'm trying to think, like no. the Star Wars movies, you know, they like I, right they, now they're doing really? one a year, and that's yeah. only been for the past four or five years. So yeah, oh, and yeah. and taking a break for the 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 prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it's. I actually, when I watched Endgame, I was like, "Wow, this has been a pretty great run for people that like these movies." And like, yeah, good, good for them. And well, fuck. Bef- before we get too far into that, do you? I yeah. guess is there any? Do you have any final thoughts about Captain Marvel? No, I just I appreciate the character and I appreciate her. I and, and it, it set the stage for her to come. And make her entrance into the next movie. I guess yeah is the big thing. It was a for an origin stories. It was all right. It was all right, but mm-hmm. the characters in it were pretty good. So that actually, um, 
just to you know derail us a little bit uh i think that um this has been a long kind of maybe it's not been a long discussion but it's something i think about all the time especially since we talk about movies all the time is with like sequels i think comic book movies the sequel is usually stronger because they get the origin story out of the way um and you see that um your your spider-man 2s which not not in the marvel universe but um it's what your winter soldiers or um mm-hmm. Ah, that's really the only one I can think of right now. <laughs> Actually, so Marvel's two. Marvel's not had a Marvel. The MCU has not had a great second movie run because you have Iron Man two, um, yeah, <laughs> Avengers, uh, whatever, versus uh, the guy from the Blacklist. Um, <laughs> yeah, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would but, say like a movie like um, Homecoming, Dark Knight. Um, yeah. just, I'm, I'm just throwing shit out there. Sorry. Well, a movie like Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. didn't even bother with the origin story. Yeah. And, and it was great. Well, and know? that's so, what, <laughs> that was, that was one of the best moves they could have done. Cause how many times do we have to watch Uncle Ben die? How many times do we have to watch Thomas and Martha Wayne die? <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. And we're done with that. It's ubiquitous at this point. Yes. Um, it, I'm also super excited for, uh, far from home, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. I'm in. Uh, yeah. Um, it's yes. I was, I was hoping for more of the real from Spider-Man. Okay. You know, more yeah, of the, more your the, neighborhood friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Well, I guess, but less of the, um, I don't know the cosmic or not cosmic but like the i wanted the you know how batman's uh enemies are all they don't have a lot of superpowers you right. know what i mean and yeah. that's why i like him because he's fighting on their own turf like you know it's it's he they don't have superman's powers or right. you know whatever it is and yeah. i know we're going down this weird little thing but like I, I liked him fighting a guy who, you know, had, you know, he. I no, I I, I know what you're saying. You you he there was a more grounded villain. A little bit. The um, and world. now all of a sudden we're moving into like multiple timelines, multiple Earths. Yeah. Getting into that convoluted retconning, just crazy yeah. comic book shit. Yes. And but at the same time. Thor Ragnarok, one of mm-hmm. my favorite movies. Yeah. Love that movie. Excellent movie. Um, and we, you know, The God yeah. of Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I just, I'm I'm excited. Because um, Mysterio, when, when I think of Mysterio, more than the comic books, I think of the Saturday morning cartoon. Okay. Spider-Man. I thought you were going with more Sinister Stick stuff. Um, I'm all, I'm, I'm here for the Sinister Six stuff. Yeah. I can't wait for, I'm excited for Dark Phoenix to be the end of the Fox era. Um, not that that really has, there's a, mm, no, there's not a lot of time with the Sinister Six, but whatever. Um, I'm all over the place. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm too forest deep. (laughs) Sorry. Two trees in. 
Yeah, a couple two trees. Um, so yeah, I I mean I liked it. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's worth it. I mean, it fits into the MCU perfectly well. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah, we're going back to Captain Marvel. So yes, and and it was fun to see her do her thing, and mm-hmm. she was didn't seem like she hated doing it. You know, no. No, I don't think so. I I think that um, she is a welcome addition because I, I, I think that there's a couple people, a couple actors in the MCU that aren't crazy about being there. Yeah. First name that comes Cap- to mind is Chris Evans. Yeah, Captain America doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Where would you be without <laughs> Captain America? You'd be doing another, what is it, uh, Fantastic Four remake. Yeah, fan four stick five. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it is weird that we we as fans can can experience fatigue, but this guy <laughs> hates his job, and we're like, get over it. Mm. When hey, if there's anyone who hates their job, I I can identify with you, Chris Evans. <laughs> we can talk about yes. it. <laughs> um. Well, let's get into the end game then, if we want. Yeah, then, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I, I mean, it's we're you know, right on the. I think I texted you. I was like, <laughs> about doing, you know, talking about end game. Mm-hmm. You know, six or ten weeks after it's come out, or yeah, you know, we're whatever. we're on the bleeding edge. Yes, <laughs> and after it's made six billion dollars and all that stuff. Yeah, I did. You like it? I did. Yeah. Absolutely. It it actually did pay off. It was one of those movies that actually Yeah. Well, and and here's the thing is is I think that I'm cynical and I'm I'm rough on them, but at the end of the day, I love comic books. And mm-hmm. I love these characters. Um some more than others. Uh and it by no means um a cinematic masterpiece um but a a fun movie yeah runtime's a little long yeah i would i um, i would in in this maybe is is an unpopular opinion um but i think if you think this is a great film you haven't seen enough movies uh i would equate this to junk food i love junk food uh i don't know about that man I mean, I I get what you're saying, I like and and uh, like yeah. And I'm I'm gonna be upfront with that, and I I guess that's a bit pretentious, but they've they've obviously covered a monumental scope. But um, comic book movies inherently are, are pretty pulpy, pretty out there. Um, and when you're able to kind of capture that essence. It's got a bit of a, a a junk food feel to it, and and um, I think that that I no, I don't mean I, for I'm that gonna, to be I'm gonna dismissive. Fight, fight back on here. Okay, um, I'm going to say John Wick is junk food. I'm going to say you know the Expendables uh, is junk food. I'm going to say no, I would never eat the Expendables. <laughs> well, yeah, well it's bad for you. I mean, some yeah, junk food a- you don't like. You don't like. I don't like Mike and Ike's. Oh man. Dude, people hate Mike and Ike's. That's crazy to me. No, I don't like it. No, I know. I, I love Mike yeah. and Ike's, but I, I just, every time, I feel like every time I eat a Mike and Ike, uh, 
someone shows up and is like, you know, those things suck, right? Hmm. <laughs> it's pretty much they're right. That's your little guardian angel. <laughs> um, uh, but I think this man, this this was done with a lot of care, man. Like they spent a lot of time and energy, and like, hey, if like. I'm, and I'm not saying this is you, but like if you're not invested and you don't you mm-hmm. don't like this universe and all that stuff and like you want to shit on it, that's fine. But like you can't deny the the character building mm-hmm. and the, the like and like when when you talk not you but like uh, the when people talk about the you know. Uh, the you know every time it's a world ending event and all that you stuff. can get after me too by the way like i'm i'm open to it no it's just it like this hasn't been done before it really hasn't in movie making no it hasn't like, i'm i'm in and, agreement with that and as far as junk food like it, it yes it is for the masses and yes i don't have a problem with that a lot I, of money yeah, and, and neither just, of those things should count against it. I'm going to say this isn't... This is actually a really well-done movie, and especially how it was built up and, and, and the expectations coming in to it. Because if... <laughs> it would have been so easy to fuck this thing up. It would have been so easy to right. not like pay off all of the things that went in... And it, it, it well like, there's this a, is there's a reason they brought the Russo brothers are really good at what they do. There's yeah. a reason that they brought them in and and Kevin Feige for for as much as people want to bow down to him, like he's at the mercy of the Russo brothers. Those guys know what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and like as long as it was, and it was long, but it paid off every little bit that you wanted, and it still wanted you wanting more, at least it's, for me. It's not meant, when I say it's junk food, it's not meant to be a condemnation of this movie. It's more, and and really, <laughs> it's more meant to be a condemnation of the people that think that this is a cinematic masterpiece. And really, well, at the end of the day, why do I care? Why do I give a shit if someone thinks this is the best movie ever made? Yeah, I that's really wouldn't uh, say that. Right. But I would say it is one of the best burgers you've ever eaten. It's not sure. some filet that is cooked in a Montreal steakhouse, you know, on a night that is you've had the best cigar and the best cognac you've ever had. But you had me at it is one of the best cheeseburgers you've ever had with the mm-hmm. bacon and uh, a little bit of mushroom infused stuff in it. Um, it's a, it, it's a big it kahuna is, burger. It is a, a damn fine burger. <laughs> that is a tasty burger. It is. It is. I'm 100% in agreement with that. And, and I think I'm getting us off track by being petty and obnoxious. Um, let's actually talk about the movie. Yeah, sorry. No, I, sorry. No, I'll 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 own that. I'm, I'll own I'm all that. Back. Yeah, and and you should because I'm arguing something that is fucking pointless. <laughs> mm. uh, what about the fat? But it's in my fucking nature. Uh, that was funny. Yeah, that was, that was stupid. Yeah, 
that was one one of my favorite parts of the movie was the throwaway line of uh, uh, excuse me Lebowski. <laughs> hmm. But like, how about all the like reaction that everyone's getting? Like, like everyone's up in arms about uh, Thor. Hmm. Um, like people say Thor is fat shaming people. You know what I mean? Have you heard that? Uh, no, but I don't know if you heard, but carrying extra pounds on your body, uh, it stresses your heart out, which will fucking kill you. I know. <laughs> Get I we, over it. I wish people would have fat shamed me back in the day. Healthy. No, you're not. Just because your blood works okay doesn't mean that your heart's not working overtime. You're not healthy at fucking any size, and that's yeah. okay. Just, yeah. just stop, stop being a crusader for an unhealthy lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I need another beer. Yes. Speaking of unhealthy um, lifestyles, no, yes. it, it's we all have our fucking vices, but you know what? Don't try and get people to get on your fucking side. Get over it. I like it. We need some more. Uh, you can't see the forest for the trees now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling these trees. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, I mean, it was, uh, there was a couple points in time in the movie where it was like, okay, I see what you're doing here. I mean, like with the, all, but I still kind of liked it where all the girls got together in the middle of the big fight. That yeah, was fun. That was super pandery, but still it was, fine. but it was sweet because it paid off all those characters. It was I fine. I, well, I, I'll tell you what the final fight. I was like, this is the same thing we watched a year ago. It it felt a little too uh it it just felt like Infinity War all over again. It it did a little bit, but it still even then it still paid off. I mean you have to have that big fight at the end of a big comic book. Movie. Of course you do, of course you do. What what else are you gonna do? Um yeah. and that's I why like, Oh sorry. Again, you know, Comic books are pulpy. Comic books are fun, and it's okay. But let's not call a burger a steak. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was some good payoffs into like going back in time, uh, doing the uh, uh, you know flashing back to the old movies and paying mm-hmm. homage to them. It just it just went on a little bit too long with yeah. that. You know. Well, and it's it's hard to. I I'll, I'll tell you from from my personal experience as someone who doesn't care about Thor. I don't need to see them go back to Asgard. Mm-hmm. Like that that just dragged on for me. And it's hard when you when you're invested in certain characters and you don't care about other ones. It it makes it difficult. Unless like if you're all in, then for three hours you're having the time of your life. But you know, if you're if you're not super into every single character, there's dead spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, it did drag on a little bit, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it it paid off everything. It wrapped up everything. I I was super happy with it. I really was. I was the only thing was runtime. I was we went to the theater that night uh, to go see it. We went and saw it on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which was stupid. We went into it. <laughs> it was just first, stupid. There's your first mistake. 
Yeah. I mean, well, I was going with my niece, and that's when she could see it. And that's when I were, you know, our, our schedules lined up. And uh, no, that's awesome. And uh, she, uh, we got, I mean, I ordered tickets earlier online but didn't put my right email address in so they didn't send me the tickets mm. so instead of seeing it at 8 30 we sold at 10 30 and we didn't get home till 1 30 <sighs> yeah yeah when we were we were figuring out when to go because we watched captain marvel one day went to end game the next I'm like well there's a 5 30 showing <laughs> we both work early the early in the yeah. morning <laughs> How did OT like it? I know she likes this movie. Yeah, she. I. I think she loved it. She's not responding. What? Endgame. It's a great pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Strong. Strong. She's words. on the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to hyperventilate at the end. <laughs> yeah, she she was crying and trying not to cry that hard while crying very hard. Oh, at Tony? At yeah. Tony Stark's funeral? Yeah. And I I was I was fine until um the bouquet was floating in the water that said uh, proof that Tony Stark has a heart. That That's was, pretty sweet. It was a good payoff right there. It was, yeah. I was I I think the last movie that made me cry was uh that Bill Murray movie. Yeah. yeah I'm right there with you. Yeah. So it so <laughs> yeah. I I guess I'm condemning junk food and then talking about how it made me cry. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that's kind of exactly my point. The character that I really love from the Marvel universe was Iron Man. Yeah. He's gone. They're going to have to do something, but I'm also super excited. Um, at this point, if you don't know, we're spoiling the movie. So, uh, <laughs> shame, shame on you. <laughs> I'm super excited. I was worried that were, they were going to, um, hand the shield over to Bucky Barnes, but I am super excited for Sam Wilson, yeah. Captain America. Yeah. I think that was a smart move. I mean, it'd be, it'd be silly to do it to like, yeah, he's the, he's the worst character. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The worst. Yeah. So I, I actually cannot wait um, for the next Captain America. I'm all in on that. Um, I do, I do think that it, it, it paid off a lot. It was, um, it was sad to kind of see just it as an end of an era. And like you said, you know, we've, um, been, been invested and, and to see kind of that, that closure is, is a little tough, but you know, that, that also doesn't make it. Goodfellas. That also doesn't yeah. make it the Godfather. I know. I'm, I'm not gonna ever compare it to that. But um, <laughs> doesn't make I, it Logan. What I, what I am looking forward to is mm-hmm. that Liam is too young to watch most of these movies to not understand them. 
Yeah. But to know that this this whole cycle has paid off, mm-hmm. and and to go back and start at the beginning and watch all of them with him is going to be pretty fun. That sounds exhausting. Well, I know it does, but like if I'm going to watch movies, I'd rather watch movies that I like. I'm not going to watch. No, you know that's I mean? that's true. Yeah. I mean, Goosebumps or whatever. Hey, Goosebumps was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'll take junk you food though. I I. I saw that in theaters. <laughs> uh, yeah, but again, junk food. Yeah, goosebumps. Total goosebumps is like when you pour like Skittles and Sour Patch Kids in the same bowl. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's full on. Um, no, I I just I I don't want to come off. Um, as if I didn't like Endgame, I really did enjoy it, and it really. There were a couple moments that were really just kind of tough pills to swallow, and um, it's one of those things that you always point to the the markings of a good movie and an emotional response. So, mm-hmm. so it it had its share of problems. Um, actually, problems is a strong word. It had, it dead spots. Yeah, I'll say it, it just ran long. Yeah, it had but a share of dead spots. Like, but if yeah. you love Thor, yeah, or if you love Captain America, or um, you know, if you're a Ryan guy, you're like, I just want Ryan to have more screen time, more hot guy, yeah, or or more, more. You know what this? You know what the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe needs more of? Linda Cardellini. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you I, what, um, Brooke, Brooke just got. The Hawkeye haircut. I'm gonna show it to you. Um, ba, 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 ba. she wanted a well. I call it the Hawkeye mm-hmm. haircut, but she calls it her pink haircut. She got the oh, haircut. nice! I love it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, nice. I'm I'm a big fan of the. Is does it have the hard part too? I couldn't really see. Yeah, it's pretty. It's 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 thin like it's not, right up to that. It's part. not blended, it's like, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, I like that. Nice. All right, Brooke. Yeah. I love it. I'm sleeping with pink, pink Hawkeye. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. I not wish I could grow Mohawk, but it's more of a hyphenated thing. It's more of a division sign. Uh Anyways, Any, um, anyways, Christ, this 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 podcast is going to go forever. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I mean, do you do you want to talk about the visual poem at all by the uh, the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience? I mean, I mean, yeah, we can because it's. I mean, it's that's I had that down as things I watched this month. Let's do it. (laughs) So Lonely Island, um, you may know them from Popstar, SNL, uh, Hot Rod. If you're listening to us and you haven't listened to them, yeah, you can pretty much stop listening. Yeah, shame on you. Um, Yeah, so this is the story of Oakland A's Mark McGuire and Jose (laughs) Canseco. I'm Mark. (laughs) 
uh, yeah, a visual poem by the Lonely Island. Um, I thought this was ridiculous in in the best way. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, um, very much. Yeah, because it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Popped up on Netflix. Um, Lonely Island, like, it, because I think Popstar kind of took a bad hit. Yeah. Um, like, critically and all that stuff. It didn't make a lot of money, I don't think. Well, I mean, decent money, I guess. But um, but this is, like, uh, such a niche kind of topic to go off on. Like, there's – basically, it's for – I mean, really, it's for, like, 35 to, like – 45 year old men and it is you know, strange it, really for white got white men too because it's not like well i guess eh, maybe they're a bit it, it's got the, because if you're too old it's got like some that crass humor that you're not gonna like <laughs> you know yeah. that you're not used to from the lonely island and right. if you're too young you don't know what's going on with the bash brothers yeah, it's and, a weird move. Yeah, it's it's, it. it's it's an odd little thing to do, but I love them for doing it. Yeah, I was I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as good as Popstar. I I think the music in Popstar was fucking amazing. Yeah, and this this was good. This but it wasn't Popstar. Right, um, but I think I think it's the same thing with Popstar, where it's like the the music is center stage and everything else is kind of secondary. Right. If that makes sense, it's just mm-hmm. like, and, and I like what they did with that kind of the like fake depth of like, Oh, this is a visual poem by Mark and Jose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just, it, it was funny. Just kind of a play on just the, the excess of, <laughs> the 80s and and kind of the closing of that era i mean the the bash brothers were what 88 yeah it's like 87 88 89 Mm -hmm. maybe 90 yeah there's a five-year run there where it's very uh the end of the 80s the beginning Mm -hmm. of the 90s and just uh i don't know like excess uh, it's when 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 uh, last time baseball players were, uh, dude, some personality. Yeah, yeah. I know that there's uh, you know maybe some people who would argue with that, but you know, <laughs> I don't know who that would be. I I don't think they'd be right. Um, he, what is his war? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is all this crazy statistics? so loco um but yeah it it's uh it's just it's fun it's 30 minutes it goes by quick i i told you i watched on my freaking lunch break um it's just it's it's goofy it's quirky and and it is uh kind of like pop star like i i feel like the music is first and everything else is secondary but like you said um you know, they, they do all this music in character, and uh, I guess they did in Popstar, too, but Popstar is more in Lonely Island's yeah. wheelhouse. Like, it's it's believable as a Lonely Island album without the movie. This is kind of dependent on 
external knowledge. Yeah. And and also well, but Popstar was too. They they were doing all the genres for the last, you know, ten years or whatever. They were trying to hit all the the you know, whatever. But there are some really catchy little hooks mm-hmm. in uh what's the Komodo? Oh there? yeah, with Sia. Silk yeah. rubs and kimonos. Yeah. Athletic days for all those Oakland Knights. <laughs> rubs and kimonos. Yeah, that's you sent that to me, and I think ten hours later I watched it. <laughs> you sent it to me at night, and I watched <laughs> it that morning. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's streaming on Netflix. It's 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 a fun little watch if you if you got that if you like that humor. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Lonely Island. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm just going to – there's two things I desperately want to talk about. There's, right. there, I, have a, I have a bunch of things I, I watched. And maybe Fire I'll save up. them for later. Uh, but there's two things I watched. Um, one series, one TV series that started and wrapped up <laughs> since the last time we, we recorded. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's a miniseries on HBO called Chernobyl. Oh. And this, this goes away Moist. from the fun. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is amazing. Like the last episode was Monday it- night. Is it a it documentary a f- series or what's that? Is it a documentary series or like no? Dramatic? No, this is like a dramatic. Um, it stars uh, what's his name Lane. Um, God damn it! Um, I had everything pulled up here, and then I wanted to show you my wife's haircut. That's how I take up time mm-hmm. by ba ba uh jared harris uh which you know from mad men mm-hmm. and as moriarty from uh sherlock holmes uh stellan skarsgård a bunch of character actors you've seen and not seen uh but it basically it's a it's a mini series based on the, the the meltdown or the accident that happened at chernobyl and the aftermath and it is fucking fantastic. It is so good. It is the some of the best TV I've seen. Really? Um, yeah, it's it's they're like hour long episodes, a five part series. Um, if you get a chance to watch it, it is. Um, and maybe it's me because I have a a weird uh, thing for history, but um, um, this is like a major meltdown and there are so many circumstances, especially with like uh, the death throes of the Soviet or the USSR, you know, right before it fell and it's um, uh, trying to like uh, the appearance of being strong and tough, like literally killed thousands of people for no good reason. And um, just fascinating stuff in there and what i like about it 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 does a thing where it has the uh podcast like that goes along with each episode and it talks to the creator and writer of each episode so they like as soon as as soon as i watch an episode i'd listen to the podcast and it would uh kind of explain everything and like tell 
tell stuff about the historical facts, like what they what they took from history and what they didn't like what they did, uh, like a creative, you know, artistic uh, license with. And uh, it's totally worth a watch. I highly, highly recommend this. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Oh, um, wow. Um, the other thing I watched, mm-hmm. I watched it today. Brightburn. Brightburn. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, curious. Well, you're talking about uh, all kinds of superhero movies and stuff. Uh, Brightburn is a superhero movie, mm-hmm. but it is uh, it is the Superman origin story. Only, what if Superman wasn't a very nice guy? And uh, is that Earth Two? What, what uh, Earth I don't is? Know. There is, I I think it's a lower number too, but there's. I think actually is it. Three? There's a. It might be three, but there's yeah. a there's uh, Earth in the DC universe where all the heroes are villains. Yes, and uh, this is actually developed, uh, written by the Gun Brothers. Oh, nice. Yeah, so like, it's it's got some. I guess superhero weight behind it. You know, uh, guys that have made superhero movies, written superhero movies. Uh, it's directed by David Yarlovsky, uh, who is known for. Let me see all the stuff he's done. All filmography. Director. Uh. Not a whole lot of the directing stuff, but he's a part of the gun team, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it stars Elizabeth Banks, uh, David Demon, Damon, Demon, and a lot of people you don't know. Um, really good concept. Really, I enjoyed, I, like, I was very excited because, like, this is right up my alley like horror like superheroes this and this is a horror movie this is a uh, like straight up horror movie like lots of jump scares a lot of gore um yeah oh god um i am in yeah it it's not the best movie because it it drags on a little bit they take a long time to get to the the meat of it um but they're is some very interesting stuff and i in the way they set up like i hope that sony who owns this this property right now have the balls to keep going and it sets up for some uh sequels and michael rooker at the end you know well i don't want to ruin it for you but yeah so this is the superman the bad guy they set up, set it up for maybe a Wonder Woman bad guy and maybe a Aquaman bad, bad guy. Really, interesting. Yeah. But it's not really tied into the whole movie itself. This is more of a trailer type, mm-hmm. or the the um, uh, what do you call it? The uh, the the end credits type thing. So I uh, was really happy, really looking forward to see it. I gave it a seven. I had really high expectations. There's it. <laughs> There's a couple shortcomings in it, but for the most part, I really enjoyed it. And for a horror, I think you'll like a, a horror fan like yourself. I think you're going to like it because it uh, blends that uh, superhero horror genre thing. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't pull any punches. It gets gory. Well, I am into that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, nice. Are the two things I've watched? Um, so I started watching the series, uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, really? Yeah, solid. Um, Is it especially? I I love uh, I love stand up. This is all about a woman who her marriage falls apart and she kind of leans on stand up in uh, I think it's the the late 60s, I want to say. Um, but it's pretty um, and, and this is not meant to uh, be um, is this is not meant as a negative. It's a stereotype that they play up. There's a little bit of like jewishness like um upper east side type of like yes. like just that affectation um it can wear on you a little bit um <laughs> I, I i don't mean it to be be a um i i don't mean it to be a slight at all no. but it, but it is <laughs> it's it's an affectation of the show uh, they're yeah. they're like really playing up a stereotype well because the 50s were it, which the 50s and 60s were stereotypes right like and they're not they're not yeah the right? yeah they're not like making it up or anything but it is yeah. just there's some stuff that is just like um the guy who plays monk is in it and he he yeah. can be a little frustrating to watch at times and it's because he plays this like ultra stereotypical jewish man yeah um, and, and, and I think that's meant to be humor more than commentary or, or anything negative. Um, but it, it can be a little abrasive. So if you can get through that, it's definitely worth a watch. It's an Amazon prime original. Um, it's one of the first originals I think I've watched. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I, I've really liked it so far. Um, we're just about to finish the first season. There's two seasons of it. And cool. uh, as a fan of comedy, it's just it's kind of like really fun to like watch the process, right. um, even though it's, well, cause like, even that's though it's the fictitious. Of, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You know, that's the whole area, like the Catskills, um, like that kind of humor, like the, um, you know, take my wife. <laughs> No, seriously. <laughs> My wife says she wanted to go someplace she's never been. I said, how about the kitchen? Mm. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it's it's a fun watch, especially um, if that's something you're into. It's just it's cool, even though, like I said, it's fictitious. It's fun to kind of see the process. Um, but there is. And maybe that's m more of what I mean. I I, I don't mean to be rude i guess but it is just like it feels like they're playing up stereotypes and it does get a little annoying um at times um but it might be true to the era so whatever uh marvelous miss Maisel is streaming on amazon prime it's really good um and matt recommended this to me on uh on mavs patriot uh no no, you recommended that to me, and uh, I'm going to watch it just as soon as I get through Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the show I think you should leave 
which is a sketch show starring Tim Robbins. Um, oh, yeah. And Jesus Christ, is it funny? It's if you listen to Mavs and you think we're like even like there's just a nugget of comedy in there, you'll appreciate. I think you should leave. Okay. And I watched the whole season in about two and a half hours. <laughs> it's so, really short. <laughs> you never paid off what the tug shirt was. Oh, it it's just so um, was it like the fat guy pulling down yeah. on the shirt? Okay. Yeah, like se- Sep- yeah, separating his shirt perfect. from his stomach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's there was a really good sketch about the it has a tugging knob so you don't wear out your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I know that all too well. Uh but the whole thing is just I I mean, you could knock it out in two and a half hours. And it's fucking funny. Don't um tell me. Yeah. I <laughs> I watched uh some more Black Mirror as well. And I'm on the third season right now, and I gotta say, every episode has been really strong. Like I'm throwing out sevens and eights over here. It's crazy. So, th- just for the third season, or everyone, the th- up to the, your point. I I've point. no the third season. Um, okay. I actually think the first season was really weak, um, but I heard a lot of really good things, so I powered through. Second season, kind of hit or miss. But this third season, I feel like they really hit a stride. And I'm just going to keep riding it out. I know the fifth season came out um, Wednesday when we're recording this podcast. Um, and I'm I'm looking to get through it. Really, I, it's kind of something I ignored. I watched an episode that I didn't like. And then we did that Bandersnatch review, and it kind of like ignited this curiosity in me and i'm glad that i've been uh sifting through it because there's been some really solid episodes and from what i can tell the third season's all been written by the same guy and wow is he paranoid (laughs) (laughs) good on him but holy shit is is it all about like big brother type of stuff or it's it's really all about just like technology is ruining our lives there was one episode that um, it's either people exploiting technology or the technology itself is like ruining our lives. But there was one episode that had like I wasn't sure when it was going to end because the episodes kind of run from it's either like 45 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was getting close to that like 50 minute mark runtime. And it was like, oh, this is going to be a happy ending. And then they like. It goes on a little longer, like, oh, shit, never mind. It's going to have a Black Mirror ending. And then ultimately ends up with a happy ending. And I was kind of like, wow, that's actually a surprising change of pace that you're having a happy ending. Yeah. Which is funny um, because most of the time that's the standard issue, happy ending. Jeez, you're telling me, huh? (sighs) (laughs) I tell you. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Um, I I uh, I've been enjoying that. Um, what else? Do you you got anything else, or start doling out some assignments, um, or what do you what do you feel? I mean, yeah, I mean, I there's um, I watched a couple of the Netflix the original movies that came out in the time we we're gone, and uh, Extremely Wicked, 
uh, shockingly vile and something else. Uh, The, uh, what do you call it? The uh, Totally inappropriate. Yes. Extremely wicked, Uh, shockingly vile. Totally inappropriate, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah, the uh, Bundy. The Bundy thing, and it's a weird. It's a it's a different take. It doesn't really concentrate on um, Ted Bundy's murders, but the relationship he had with uh, the people around him, and it and uh, made me like I like Zac Efron. Now I really like Zac Efron. He can act, and he's really good. And he like I'm he was Ted Bundy at that point. If you look look at uh, some of the videos and stuff of Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. uh, they look and sound and act exactly the same it's it's crazy um so it's, it's a really good and i was kind of surprised that kind of a i mean it's not a great movie but it's a uh for his party he did really well uh the perfection kind of a horror movie but it's uh, uh if you watch the trailer you see the best parts in the trailer uh then it gets a little predictable uh, I saw some stuff coming from a mile away, and as soon as they do a certain rewind, then you're like, "Oh, this is what this is going to be." So um, it, it's one of those things where the trailer leads you one way, and then the, it kind of it's a hoodwink type of thing. So the perfection, not a bad movie if you like horror movies. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, I did see the wife. If you're looking for straight up drama. Mm-hmm. A movie, uh, Glenn Close was up for the best best actress last year, and everyone said she was robbed. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, interesting little character study on um, male-female, especially husband-wife dynamics. Um, and, this, and also um, uh, how things have kind of changed. Like your place in this world, your place in the relationship – you know where the man belongs, where the woman belongs. Uh, pretty effective movie. I really like that movie. So uh, that's streaming on stars. So not a, everyone can get that. So I apologize about that. But that's it for that. Noise. Uh, yeah. I I um I listened to an interview with Zac Efron recently, and I like him now. Yeah, I didn't have any thoughts about him before, but I like him now. He's going to do some good stuff, I think. I up. think so too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk some movies and get yeah out of here because yeah. I got to pee. I uh, heard that. Heard that. All right. So uh, I got a doc for you, a music doc from 1996. It's streamed on Amazon Prime. It's about grunge. Speaking of the mid 90s, it's a little movie called Hype. Nice. Let's get into that. That'll mm-hmm. be a nice uh, companion piece, I think, to mid nineties if I watch it next week. Yeah, yeah, you might have a nice little uh, trip down uh, nostalgia lane. Yeah, if I can remember it. Yeah, too too many forests of feels. Mm-hmm. Too many forests, cop and feels. Cool. Yeah, and this is uh, for you. Mm-hmm. This is uh, streaming on Amazon Prime. Suspiria. Yes, uh, the remake. Very excited. To a movie I really did not like. Fair enough. I know you enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited. Thank you. I am looking forward to it and uh, get ready for me to complain about run run time in approximately seven (laughs) days. (laughs) (laughs) 
Speaking of runtime, mm-hmm. let's get out of here. All right. Um, streamer recommendation I got real quick. The Third Man, oh, yeah. Yeah, Orson yeah, yeah. Welles, uh, 1949, uh, kind of a spy thriller noir. Um, strongly recommend it if you're into the classics. I know that's not something we talk about a lot here, but um, that's kind of... Uh, uh, bread and butter genre for me. Love a good noir film. Um, this takes place right after World War II. So, um, Brad, if you haven't seen The Third Man and you got some free time, it is streaming on Netflix. I think you would enjoy I need that to as watch well. that because, yeah. Yeah. Third Man. Um, uh, my recommendation is the, uh, yeah, the aforementioned Extremely Wicked, Chuckling, Evil, and Vile. Nice. Uh, streaming on Netflix. I think you all like it. It's a pretty good movie. All right, and uh, just to make things clear, I did enjoy Endgame, and we'll be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. No!